0: and perspectives, a couple that survived. He's
2: kind of like an impetuous guy. In in many ways, that's great. In some ways, it's tough when you're married.
0: What leads them back to each other? Communication, conversation, and a realistic outlook on the world we live in. Your hosts, Anthony and Deirdre Scaramucci. This is Mooch and the Misses.
2: So I'm sitting here reading Donald Trump's tweets about the Mueller report, and um, it's so funny. Why? Because he's like saying that the Mueller findings were based on Mueller's great intelligence. Meanwhile, if he discovered something that needed to be, you know, put out there that was negative. Would, Trump would be lighting him up like a, him like a Christmas tree. like a dumbo or whatever. But he's praising him because he didn't find anything. Funny.
0: No collusion.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's what he does. But I mean, I I think this is very effective for the president. So Okay, but I mean, also they
2: spied on my campaign. We will never forget when that came across my screen this morning. I I laugh sometimes at these things. It's like so funny.
1: I think they did spy on his campaign. though. I mean, I know the left wing goes nuts, but I mean no, I'm just saying I think his, that they the just made a decision that they thought that there were amateurs in the Trump campaign and they thought that there were Russians trying to meddle in the election and so they had this holier than thou approach. They definitely didn't think he was gonna win. And so they said, okay, great, let's spy on his campaign and make sure that they don't do anything inappropriate with a Russian governmental official or a spy or something like that. And and I think that's how the whole thing started. But I can tell you, as I've said repeatedly, you know, there was nothing on that campaign. And and Lindsey Graham said it better than me honey. He said that Trump can't even collude with his staff. How the hell was he going to collude with the Russians? So to me, I think he's in the free and clear. I think we got to move past this. What mm-hmm. do you think?
2: Yeah. Well, Thursday they'll, you know, they'll release the report. We'll see what it says. And then the Dems will be mad still and think that there's something we missed or they left out. And that'll be how that goes. Moving on.
1: Well, I'm uh, glad they're uh,
2: releasing it though. I think uh, that we needed to have it and see it and make our own judgments and
1: but you know, they can't release the entire report on a redact. you have redacted. to because you gotta protect innocent right, people no. that may be in the report. Right. Let's Which talk about the did. let's talk about the Our Lady, Notre Dame Cathedral. Yeah. What do you think there?
2: I think it's really sad. It made me very, very melancholy yesterday to see that. Um it's like very uh, what's the word? It's like almost kind of representing, though, I feel like what the world is like right now. It's like burning to ash.
1: Well, the Western civilization is under threat, right? I mean, that's one of the big issues. And so it's a metaphor for striking right at the heart of the Western civilization. But I mean, I think the, the more fascinating thing that we have a tendency to forget about our history is that these buildings are actually not permanent structures. And so uh, if you go back to the seven great wonders of the world uh, from five, three, seven thousand years ago, the only thing standing that we can see is the uh, pyramids mm-hmm. in Giza. Mm-hmm. Everything else has faded, you know. And the the great fire in Alexandria that took out the library—I mean, wiped out most of Greek science and most of. You know Greek literature, ancient Greek and Egyptian literature. So, so you know what we what we're faced with when you see a tragedy like that is a further recognition of the impermanence uh, to everything that there is. But
2: well, what do you think started the fire?
1: See, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I don't want to go into all of that. No, I'm not trying
2: that, to but, be but conspirator I, right now. I'm just saying it's so odd that it could take out the whole structure. Like 400 firefighters couldn't ta- couldn't deal or or tame the fire. It was just like a massive. Thing I just I'm so curious how it got so out of control. Okay, so that
1: that actually makes a little bit of sense to me because the fire uh, and the, the, those buildings weren't designed to be anti flammable and they actually weren't designed to allow for access by firemen pursuant to a fire right, code saying so long ago 1260 you know, to, yeah, yeah, they were yeah, not exactly about so that. Yeah. so they weren't thinking about that so now you know all of that technology and equipment that they were trying to get into the building they were having a hard time. Reaching the parts of the building they needed to to extinguish the fire, so it was a combination of all of those things. Yeah. you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I just find it so sad. I don't know. It really made me sad. Is making me sad when I look at pictures. Um, I don't know if you saw the picture of the altar that was remaining. There was a um, like a gold crucifix remaining. So I thought that was. Reminded I thought, me I thought of, that was. Uh, 9-11. 9-11, right, Am I allowed, allowed to say that?
1: Yes, you're allowed to say that. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Elon. The the Ilan yeah. uh, Omar and uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez don't want you to say that. It's going to trigger people. but She doesn't like mm-hmm. Israel. I forgot. Yeah. She's, these are rough people. I mean, I really hope they get voted out. I mean, the one good news thing is Nancy Pelosi's daughter said that my mother is so vicious and so ruthless that she can cut your throat without you even feeling it. And by the way, metaphorically, I predict that she will cut both of their throats. They will be primaried and bounced uh, her
2: her daughter said that yeah it was one of the
1: more beautiful things that she said she's an award-winning documentarian
2: yeah she remember we met nancy pelosi at the white house christmas party yes and she told us that her daughter was a filmmaker
1: yeah but you may not remember this part of the story though alexandra pelosi who works for hbo she was doing a film on campaign finance and and fundraising and so forth and so she asked to interview me, and so I had a 45-minute interview with her, and she was like, wait, 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 what? You just said that? And wait, wait, you just said that? I said, yeah, I'm telling you the truth about how this stuff works. And she put the, the camera down, and she said, okay, listen, you know, this is not how it works in Washington. That should have been a cue for me that I was going to not be able to survive all that. But Alexandra Pelosi is an award-winning documentarian, and she said it about her mom in a way that was very complimentary, she said to a reporter. They were asking her about what your mom like and what's what she like working in the uh,
2: oh, so that the was swamp. supposed to be a compliment. Yeah,
1: because she was basically saying she knows how the game operates oh down if here. One of my kids and ever said going, that about
2: me, I would be so upset.
1: Right. Well, you're not conditioned for politics, and you're not you're not living in that uh, in that political thing, you know. Wow. And I I in the well, belly of the beast, you know. The exact quote, she'll cut your head off and you won't even know you're bleeding. So I think that's going to happen to these two. Metaphorically, of course, I don't need to be in the fake news media where someone says I'm wishing any violence or anything you like that. You are fake
0: news. I don't, I don't,
1: I certainly don't want that. I'm just saying <laughs> oh that God. these two are uh, brutal. Uh, they did should you...
2: have like a bunch of Donald Trump sound bites as phone ringers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Imagine, think it's funny. Like,
1: I think you could definitely do that. You could, you could, you could definitely it do that. Be like, po- pu- 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 Trump is
2: crazy over and
1: over again <laughs> until you pick it up. Or <laughs> well, that could be your wake up in the morning. That could be your alarm. <laughs> Trump is crazy. Well, you don't
2: need that on your phone. You just Trump turn on is the crazy. News. Oh my just god! Could you imagine?
1: Uh, so you did you Spam watch? Man. I, I watched it this morning. <laughs> did you watch Pelosi, uh, uh, Speaker uh, Pelosi, on uh, sixty Minutes, babe?
2: I didn't because I was knee deep in vomit on oh, Sunday right. night.
1: Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, the the green team. Yeah. We had oh, my that. God. We had that going on. I'm going to punch out. No, Neil, so, you want to go red again, Neil? We can start talking about no, your so uh, personal little, life. Okay, you want to go okay, red again? Neil. Keep keep sending that stuff.
2: Listen, listen let me tell you my yeah. story. So Friday, Thursday last week was Nick's fifth birthday, but we went out to dinner with our family on Friday night. You know, school week was over. Bring him out to dinner. He picked a restaurant. Everyone's there. There's like a gazillion of us. The whole time, he's complaining that he wants to go home, that he doesn't feel well, that he has a stomachache. So Anthony and I think that he's BSing because he actually picked this re- like out of the box, kind of niceish fine dining restaurant so we were there forever. So we just thought he wanted to bail because it was boring. Meanwhile, we get him home, we put them to bed and like 1.25 a.m. I hear, Mommy, what? Uh, he's like throwing up in his bed, like violently, all over the place. Okay, so as and a, I'm like, oh my God, I totally am so such a bad mom. I was like telling him he was making it up. I just dis- dismissed him. And meanwhile, he really was legitimately sick. Um, anyway, cut to Sunday night that happened to James. And it's even worse when the person can't talk to you because they just start spewing it all over the place like Monty Python. Do you... Do you think so? I missed 60 minutes.
1: Okay. Do you think you're not even listening? I'm listening, to my but sleep. I've got to ask the central question because uh, acquiring minds want to know the listen to this course podcast. I got it
2: because I was you, vomited upon.
1: Okay. So, but do you feel guilty that you and I were giving guff to young Nicholas? I just
2: said that. I felt terrible. No, but I
1: mean, you know, like, you, right, I just said I, I felt mean, so yeah, bad. Yeah, I yeah, was but like, I mean.
2: Instead of comforting him and being maternal, I was like, you "You are just being a spoiled brat and you just want to leave the restaurant and you're totally fine. (sighs) I should have known. I gave him a bowl of ice cream at the restaurant and he was like, I'm good. I should have known right then and there he was being for reals.
1: Funny, funny stuff. I'm glad that uh, little James uh, can projectile vomit, right? Because this kid is like a legendary, he's like a nine millimeter handgun when he projectile vomits, right? I mean, you're getting whole food. F- one of the things it's I've like learned about
2: job of the hut. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's one of the things I've learned about James's vomit is that he probably just, he needs to chew more. He probably needs a few more teeth. Yeah, in his everything mouth. Okay? Comes okay? I mean, it's like whole. unbelievable
0: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: So we're going to segue back from children vomiting to
0: AOC. AOC
1: quitting Facebook. And so what do you say there? Jim Apple. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine?
2: I, this is probably one thing I agree with her on. When you and I, everything went bad, I I got off of Facebook because I was like, being, like, annihilated on it, and I couldn't take it anymore, so I just, I just, like, made my account whatever that is, like, it's not, it's, like, in limbo, so I didn't come off of it, like, my profile still exists, but I don't use it, but that's not just Facebook, it's everything, she has a point, I think she has
1: a point, I think that Albert Brooks said that we're going to learn that this sort of stuff is like smoking, it's addictive to look at. But it's actually very, very bad for your health. In this case, it's bad for your mental health. But
2: everything she said about it was I posted a beautiful picture of you, and I am reading point. the comments
1: on it, and it's like oh, the comments no. are absolutely See, that's revolting. Why you
2: don't do that to me, just.
1: All right, I am going to delete the why? picture. What
2: did they say?
1: No, they're just. I am not going to read them. I mean, I just, I just find that like the comments are revolting, the people are revolting, and you know, it's fine. But that's you are getting you are getting cesspool activity on these social media pages, and. Uh, you know, who knows who these people are? And most of the comments, by the way, are not from verified people. If you want to clean up Facebook or Twitter, verify and digitize everybody's identity. And then what will happen is you'll have more social decorum, okay, than before. Now you have all these uh, in, anonymous trolls. They can say and write whatever they want.
2: Like one million penises? yeah
1: it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous comment so I'm going to erase the photo what about Dingleberry
2: absolutely nothing love it just the way it was meant to be okay well that's what about that's, jo- a lot of people said Joe Biden that's funny that,
1: that's some of it's funny some of it's nice but some of it's disgusting you know
2: oh like let's see let's find a really disgusting one like uh, oh like this one divorce court how about that one
1: I think it's it's just casting couch it's just silly you know,
2: Biden creeping pisses, up on her
1: pisses me off. You know,
2: pictures of her former boyfriends like me. So that guy saying I was his former boyfriend, he was my boyfriend.
1: Well, maybe I don't know. He's City a, Ched. He's an he's anonymous. So seventeen followers. Yeah, he's, he retweeted so, me. Yeah,
2: thanks. I mean, I look just not even good in the picture, so I yelled at Anthony. But any hoo ha,
1: don't be rude. Yeah, just mm-hmm. people are crazy, you know.
2: Okay, moving on. The
1: Iron Throne. So, All right, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> let's go over these uh, did you Mooch you watch and the Game Mrs. tweets. I did, yeah.
2: How was I, it? I
1: watched it. It was good, but not great. It was like a little dull, to be honest, comparatively to the other Game of Thrones episodes. Maybe they're just revving up, but it seemed like they were trying, I guess they were out for two years. so Yeah, they were probably trying to lay the foul. The ground I
2: thought work. the cool
1: thing about it was that the the characters in Game of Thrones have by and large... Been apart from everybody, and so now they're starting to converge on each other, and I think that that's pretty cool, you know.
2: Oh, you mean they were separate in the storyline, and now they're all coming together?
1: uh yeah, exactly. So you know, you, you I don't you got, know, I've never yeah. watched a minute. So I of gotta, that. I gotta get you into epi- episode one, season one, and let's see if it catches fire. You're not a science fiction person, though, so it's not science not. fiction. Well, whatever don't it is, remember. fantasy, whatever you want to call it, it's fantasy. It's, it's fantasy. Yeah, it's based not on reality,
2: like Lord of the Rings and all that jazz. I could never get into it. My mm-hmm. mom and my like brother loved it. I could mm-hmm. never hang with that. It's like so ridiculous. Who has dragons? Nobody. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, exactly.
2: Okay, so what do you think about the uh, her quitting Facebook? Do you care? Who cares? Um, I mean,
1: I don't no, even but I think cares, I think it makes I think it makes sense. But poignant. let's. Let's go to these tweets yep. because they, they're interesting. Uh, we, we ask, how do you suggest kids and adults alike should use or limit social media? It's an addiction. Is it an addiction? And people are saying that it depends on their age. Um, but, no, you it know. is
2: an addiction for anyone at any age. Just mm-hmm. not social media, but just phones in general. Like I pick Nick up from school and the first thing he does is literally snatch the phone from my hand. He's like, can I have your phone? And he wants to either watch some silly episode of something on YouTube or he wants to play Mario Brothers or whatever. So it's not just social media. It's just the technology. It's like people love it. Again, we've talked about this before. I do not. And so that's everyone's biggest gripe about me is that I'm not in touch and that I don't pay enough attention to my phone and all this stuff because I absolutely hate it. I literally would rather talk to a human. I connect so much more with people when I, when they put their phone down and I put my phone down.
1: So I think that's one of the things I learned from Celebrity Big Brother, you know, that you don't really need the phone. I'm back to it. I know you'll say that about me, but I'm really trying to be less about it. No, I, I, um, I'm fine with and, it. The only it, thing you know,
2: that bothers me about it is if one of the kids is like trying to get your attention and I hear them call you three or four times and I'm like, okay, is he serious? I'm... I need to go in there and like Whack intervene, me over the head with yeah, something. like wake up, because you're not going to have a two-year-old or a five-year-old very long, much you're, longer, you're saying right. "daddy, daddy," like wanting all your attention. Try, try so. to
1: get, try to get off the phone if you can. I'm certainly trying to do that for myself. Two more quick things, and then we're going to pop out of here. Bernie Sanders is part of oh, the one yeah, percent. Yeah. What do you think of that?
2: I just laugh because it really makes me think. It's like, oh, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. So he can shame everybody for being you know living the american dream and making money. So now the, the going to caveat, oh well, I made it writing a best-selling book. So if you made it on Wall Street or you made it as a movie star, then it doesn't count. It only counts because you made wrote a book and it like no. A millionaire or
1: Despicable hypocrite. I mean really a is a, a bozo, millionaire or making half a million dollars a on a hypocrite book is making half a, paying on, playing preying like, on simplistic on. ideologies is a bozo. I totally hypocrite. agree. Like
2: dude Get with it. If it's not good for you, then it's not good for anybody. So,
1: what about what about Melania being snubbed by Vogue? What's your opinion there?
2: Well, I think Anna Wintour made it clear that she is someone who stands for what she believes in, and so she has her uh, mindset on how things should go, and so she doesn't want to have her on. That's like saying, you know, like, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that's. A bad thing. So, do you think? Do you think Anthony's uh, distracted, trying to let somebody into the building? We always get locked out of here. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, I'm
1: sorry. We got Bo Deedle coming on next week's podcast, so we want we, to do a little prep with him.
2: Okay. Anyway, it's just like you know, you wouldn't have. Uh, I don't think Charlie Kirk would be inviting me to TP USA. You know what I'm saying? So do it's you, the same thing. Do, do it's you, like you you go for who you want to. Go oh, for okay, it. no, I mean, he
1: probably would. Charlie would probably invite you on TP okay. USA, but, but that's that's neither here you nor know there. What I'm she saying. is the that, first was, that was lady. A bad point, no, I understand, but, but she's the first lady of the United States. She's part of the cultural zeitgeist. Right, but and the so woman
2: running the establishment cens- censorship. So, you, so it's a little bit of cultural censorship? censorship. I don't think so.
1: All right, look, I'm I'm fine with it because it's free free enterprise system. I believe in the I free mean, press you're, if you're they don't want to take her people, off it, but I think it's hypocrisy. You're
2: limiting people to what they can see and hear, so I guess that is, is censorship. But at the same time, I feel like it's her magazine. She... Mm-hmm. I guess she's not trying to be unbiased. Yeah,
1: but I I love Stephanie Grisham's statement, who's the uh, comms director for the First Lady. Oh,
2: I love the statement she put out. Yeah, Let's
1: read it. To be on the cover of Vogue doesn't define Mrs. Trump. She's been there, done that long before she was First Lady. Her role as First Lady of the United States and all that she does is much more important than some superficial photo shoot and cover. Right. I totally agree.
2: But you know what annoys me more about the Anna Wintour thing or just in general? It's not about censorship. It's about that she's completely and totally linked to her husband in every way, shape, and form, and that's, you should take her as an individual. Just because she's married to him doesn't mean she agrees with every single thing he says or does. I, I actually believe it's probably the opposite. So it would be a nice way to get her voice out there to see what she really thinks about things, you know? So, like I don't, you and I don't share a brain, you know? She doesn't share a brain with him. They're two different people. So just like they're overly associated.
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing I would say about uh, uh, our society now. It shouldn't be this split. and shouldn't be that ideologically schismatic. There are so many people at your magazine, Ms. Wintour, that actually like the president and the first lady, but they are now afraid— to admit that because of your personality. I understand what you're saying. You know, you, I, there are I, people inside of Hollywood right. that happen to like the president and the first lady, but they come up to me when I'm in Hollywood and say, Psh, hey, I can't tell anybody I like Trump, but I really like Trump, but I don't want to lose my job as a key grip. I don't want to lose my job as a photographer or somebody that's on, uh, on a stage somewhere. And so I think it's a form of censorship, and I think it's very bad, you know? <laughs> so... All right. Well, we are uh, we're wrapping and we're heading for spring break Disney World, and uh, so the Mooch and the Misses will be, we'll be with a special next guest week with a next special week.
2: Guest. But in the meantime, catch us on on Twitter, Instagram. Anthony's starting to learn how to use Instagram, the old man that is. At
1: Scaramucci, got yep. got myself yep, verified. Yep, yep. Time to use it. Nice. All right. See God you next
2: bless. week.